This is Rama for Today. And Queen Jezebel said, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to have your head. And he took off running out into the nowhere, sat down, said, oh God, take my life. I'm the only one left serving you. Now, wait a minute. He's no different than we are. He was having a pity party. Oh, I'm the only one going through any of this test. Nobody's ever went through a test like that. That's what the devil, that's one of the devil's, that's one of his, his major tricks against the people of God is to get them to thinking that they're the only one that's ever faced anything like this. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth W. Hagan continues his teaching when the enemy is coming after you. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth W. Hagan for today's message. I learned from my dad as a kid. You know, everybody, he only pastored four churches, and they never were big churches. All of them was trouble churches when he took them, and when he left them, they were, he, they were in good shape. But uh, we would travel sometimes when we were out on the road. I'd, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm four, five, six. And uh, I would sit, and we had this trunk that fit between the front and the back seat. I'd sit on it. My sister would be back here on the back seat. Mom's over here. And I'd sit there behind Dad and talk to him. And sometimes, because we drove at night, it's hot out here like it is now. And them old tires was on well, that car wasn't that good, you know. And we'd drive at night. It's cooler. Didn't have no air conditioner. Got all the windows down. And it's still hotter than everything, you know. Uh, like one guy said, hotter than hell. But uh, I, think, I, think, I think that might be hot. I, I, and then one, one person said, if hell is hotter than this, I don't want to go there. <laughs> But I remember, and I've told this story before, but many, many times, but this one I, I, I'll tell because I was about, I was five, and we had, we had stopped by Greenville, Texas, Mama and Papa Goodwin were pastoring there, and uh, that was Mama and Dad's mentors in the, in the ministry. Some of you that are early years from Rhema, y'all, y'all got to meet the, the good ones. I know Charles did. He got to meet the good ones. And, some of the rest of it. How many of you were of that older group that got to meet the good ones? Some of you are. And so we had, we'd been there. Dad would, Dad would go by and talk with them and pray with them about things. And we had gone out and we were, well, I was still outside the car, but sis and mom were already in the car. And dad was standing there talking to Papa Goodwin. And uh, all of a sudden he said, we can't go now. Let's go back in the house. So we did. That wasn't the only time that happened, but it happened lots of, several times. And so we went back in and we, we, we sat down, talked a little bit. After about 15, 20 minutes or so, he said, okay, we can go now. And we got out on the highway and a tanker truck had overturned and throwed gasoline all over about 
10, 15 cars and there was a huge fire going. And I never will forget this. I mean, you know, I'm a five-year-old kid. And he said, son, and talking to the rest of them too, he said, if we would have left whenever we were going to, we would have been right in the middle of this. He said, always listen to your spirit, even when it doesn't seem like it's right. And see here, <laughs> Moses is, get, God's telling Moses ahead of time. Now Moses has to, and the children of Israel got to obey that, you know, you know, <laughs> uh, as we look at this, they were in a bad situation. I mean, the army was behind them. The, the Red Sea is in front of them. There was no escape on, on each side. There they were. It seemed like now here they had had a victory. They got out of Egypt and looked like that they had, you know, God had moved mightily and gotten them out. And now it looks like they've gone from bad to worse. In every direction, they were blocked. No escape. It seemed that their trip out of Egypt was going to end in vain. They had had a great victory. Have you ever noticed as you read in the word of God after great victories, there comes the enemy coming in? Remember the prophet? He prayed the fire down, took the prophets of Baal, and then he outrun the king's chariot across the valley of Jezreel there, back to the city. And Queen Jezebel said, by this time tomorrow, I'm gonna have your head. And he took off running out into the nowhere, sat down, said, oh God, take my life. I'm the only one left serving you. Now, wait a minute. He's no different than we are. He was having a pity party. Oh, I'm the only one going through any of this test. Nobody's ever went through a test. That's what the devil, that's one of the devils. That's one of his, his major tricks against the people of God is to get them to thinking that they're the only one that's ever faced anything like this. Hey, he just he told the Lord, read it. You can go read it over. Uh, take my life. He didn't want to die. If he had to stay where he was, he'd already been dead. <laughs> Come on. See, when it looks like there's no escape, when it looks like the enemy has hemmed you in, that's the time to rejoice because there's a great victory coming. Why? Now, these kind of situations, we go back, we can go look at a scripture that uh, tells us, and we all know it, what it tells us ahead of time, what Satan's going to do. He's going to kill you. He's going to 
to steal from you and he's going to destroy you. That's what he wants to do. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. That's what Jesus said. Now, Satan will come. It's not a matter if he's going to come. It's a matter when he's going to come. You know, the strategy of getting through life passively hoping that the enemy won't bother you is futile. Because we've already been told in the word of God that he is going to come after us. Is that not right? You know, one man come up to my dad after a meeting. He come up there and he said, Brother Hagin, would you pray for me that the devil won't bother me anymore? And my dad looked at him and said, you want me to pray for you to die? Because as long as we're in this life, the enemy is going to come after us. But we, we, so we know that ahead of time. So why are we getting all upset when he starts throwing everything at us, including the kitchen sink? And I don't know where that saying came from, but how many of you have heard that saying all your life? And I was thinking about that the other day. I said, what, what in the world does that mean in the first place? Anybody, anybody got it? I guess Craig will probably start Googling it and find out because he's the Googleologist. He, he'll probably. <laughs> my, my brother-in-law, my wife's brother, he, he sent us a deal that he got about a lot of the sayings that, that we have that people don't under, understand. Uh, the graveyard shift. How many of you heard of the graveyard shift? You know where that came from? Back in in olden days, they had uh, their a lot of their drinking utensils was made out of out of lead, and they'd pour certain drinks in there, and it would cause and it would leach the lead. It would get in their bodies, and they would. Uh, you know, it looked like they was, was dying. And they, they had opened up a lot of the caskets and found claw marks on the top of the, of the caskets. And so they, uh, they would have people that would watch them, lay them out and watch them to see if they come back alive. And it, that's where the bell ringer came from. They would attach a string with a bell and if they started moving, then they know the person had come back too. That's, that's, you know, raining cats and dogs. How many of you heard that? Anybody ever seen any cats and dogs falling out of the sky? But actually they say that came from the, the cats and the dogs and some of them would would bury up animals would bury up in the thatch roof and when it come a real bad rainstorm they would come falling out i don't know whether that's true or not but hey 
these sayings we have had to come from somewhere. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagan, entitled Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ. You get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Still have time to go to rbtc.org yes and our and get information about Rainbow Bible College that's right you can fill out application right there online mm -hmm. or you can re request information and they'll send it to you yes or somebody if you if you request information mm -hmm. somebody usually will call you back and that's talk right. to you that's so right. whatever but the spring enrollment starts in January, so this is a great time to go get online if you want to come to, to, to Rainbow Bible College. We're it's still the best enrolling. Bible college in the world. It is the best, yes. The way yes. I see it anyway. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth W. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.